Welcome to The Bee's Knees, a podcast full of articles, interviews, clinical studies, and advice about knee surgery, physical therapy, and life after knee surgery. Hello and welcome to The Bee's Knees podcast. If you'd like to reach out to us, it's the bees knees podcast at gmail.com. Drop us a line. If you'd like to be interviewed or have someone you think is worthy of our broadcast, please don't hesitate to reach out. Today we have a conversation between Mary Elliott and Nancy Sarowski in Michigan. It's all about knee surgery recovery after total knee replacement. Hi, everyone. I hope I find you all doing well today. I have a very beautiful person who's going to talk to us about her recovery and the strength she she's found within it and what she set out to do and what she accomplished. I truly believe she's going to inspire you. Nancy, uh, hi, Nancy. Can you come on and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Hi, Mary. I'd be happy to do that. Uh, I'm Nancy Sorowski. I live in northern Michigan. Uh, so that's a place where we have ice and snow in a little while. So being able to be mobile and stable on my feet is very important up here. Uh, I'm almost uh, 77 years old and very good health, but I have arthritis. And uh, I about a year ago, I started with an orthopedic surgeon in Traverse City uh, with gel implants or, or injections, rather, and um uh, braces and anything else we could think of because I was in a, a lot of pain and I was a, not able to be active at all. Uh, about 10 years ago, I had lost about 100 pounds and in that time, I began having arthritis in my back and in my knee. I was in a tremendous amount of pain and gained all that weight back. So now I'm back on the recovery with no pain at all and uh, really looking forward to this new life that I have. Wow, talk about milestones, Nancy. Oh my goodness, so you lost 100 pounds. How did you do that? Uh, simply water aerobics and uh, watching my the amount of food that I took in. Uh, when you're active, you can do that. But when you can't move and you're in pain, you, you can't do that. It's not possible. That's beautiful. What, what inspired you finally to accomplish that? Because that's a huge goal in itself. Oh, the, the weight loss? Yep. Yes. Because the weight uh, gain was beginning to uh, cause me to not be able to do the things that I wanted to do. And I'm a very active person in the community. And uh, when it starts bothering your uh, daily life and the things that you want to accomplish and that you know God is asking you to do, then you find the solution. And uh, through the mercy of God, I found uh, a way to lose that weight. And then when I got it back because of pain, I found uh, Dr. Ferris, who has helped me to regain my uh, freedom again. So there's nobody on earth more grateful than I am to Dr. Ferris and all the people who work with me, and especially the X10 people, uh, my coach, you, Mary, uh, and just the machine itself. Whoever invented that uh, goes straight to heaven, in my opinion. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, let's let's talk about a little bit how you got started on this journey. First of all, what were you missing that you couldn't do? What what what, what was really bothering you that wow, I really miss doing that? Well, I there are two things that I really enjoy uh, outside of taking care of our home. Uh, we're both retired, Tom and I, and so we do all of our housework and we do all of our yard work and um, 
were also golfers and bikers. So the first thing to go was the biking. It was just too difficult. Uh, we would do 25 miles, uh, in a, in a, in an outing and I was not able to do that anymore. Then I was, the golfing was getting too difficult. Um, it really wasn't the swing of the golfing. It was walking on uneven ground because my knee would twist and that's when it hurt. And then gardening, of course, I was not able to, uh, kneel and pull weeds or plant things. Uh, so those were the most significant things that, uh, I had to stop doing. And so that's when I started searching for solutions for my knee. And how did you decide on who was going to perform your knee surgery? What, what, what was your well, criteria? That's, that's an interesting question. Um, I've had bone density tests in the past that show that I have the knee, uh, the bones of a 25-year-old. So my bones are perfectly healthy. So when I talked to the other surgeon in Traverse City, uh, it was pretty clear that they were going to have to remove large areas of healthy bone. And it just didn't make any sense to me. So a friend of ours happened, heard that I was uh, having this problem and he had this makoplasty that Dr. Ferentz does in uh, Farmington Hills in Michigan. So he told me about it and it just made all the sense to me in the world that they don't cut the muscle, they don't cut through the bone, and it's a much less invasive uh, surgery and you are able to have full extension back and forward uh, within a very short period of time. So that's why uh, it was really the uh, saving of the bone and saving of the muscle that caused me to to uh, Dr. Ferentz. Okay, so, all right, well, I can see why you made that decision. <laughs> okay, and so what were you anticipating? You two I obviously met, and what was your goal? Like, what did you discuss would be your goal? Like, what were you looking after this was all said and done, uh, functionality-wise? What, what were you hoping you would achieve and when? Well, I was hoping to get back to complete normal activity, uh, you know, full extension both ways back and forward and, uh, and a fairly quick recovery. I didn't expect it to take six months. I really thought that it would be just a couple of months. Uh, so, uh, and speaking to him was very, uh, encouraging because first of all, he prayed with me. And I appreciated that a lot because if it's not with God, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so I totally he, understand that. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was very informative and uh, put me completely at ease with the process. I was just very much at peace with the whole thing, much more than I was with uh, the other surgeon who was talking about different procedures and other things to do. So, uh once I met with Dr. Ferentz and I, and then Sharon, his uh, manager, explained the X10 machine, uh, that just solidified it. Uh, that was just made a lot of sense to me and has proven to be uh, a, a perfect uh, blend between Ferentz and, um, and the machine. So did you use the X10 prior to surgery? Yes, I did for about 10 days. How did you feel about that? I was really happy to do that because I have several friends who have had knee surgery and they told me the importance of strengthening your muscles beforehand because when you're in pain beforehand, you you quit doing things. And so the, your uh, muscle tone is not the same as it would have been, say, 10 years ago when I wasn't suffering. Uh, so it was very helpful. 
to use them. And, and it gave me the ability to get comfortable with the machine using it. It's a very intuitive machine. It's very easy to use um, and understand. And, of course, you have a coach who's helping you through every step of it, and she's just been wonderful. So using the machine before surgery was very, very valuable. Got me feeling pretty, pretty strong and comfortable with my legs and um, without hurting my knee, which is pretty incredible. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here listening to the Bees Knees podcast. I want to bring to your attention another resource that you might really enjoy and find some value in, and that is greatorthopedicsurgeons.org. If you're looking for a surgeon or you're interested in nominating your surgeon to be on this esteemed list, you can visit greatorthopedicsurgeons.org and enter in the name and information about your favorite surgeon. You know, you're not confident with your knee. You're walking. You're afraid you're going to trip and you're going to fall. You're afraid it's going to give way. So you've kind of lost all kinds of confidence. You know, that you're not strong anymore and it's very discouraging. So when you get on that machine and you can see that you can do this and it keeps your knee straight so you're not hurting and you're able to strengthen the muscles around and, you know, on the, and the, the, in your thigh and your calf, it just makes all the difference in the world. The other thing, Mary, was that they gave me, um, exercises to do off the machine as well. And I had had sciatic nerve pain uh, because of my knee. And those exercises, they were very, very simple exercises, but they were able to almost completely get rid of the pain, the sciatic pain before surgery. So, you know, I was really prepared very well between Dr. Ferentz's, um guidebook and the X10 machine uh, for, for surgery. I had absolutely no anxiety. I was absolutely sure that this was going to be not only successful, it was going to be remarkable. And, and it has proven to be that. That is great. Okay. So now you're confident, right? You're feeling better. You're feeling good about your decision, right? Great about your decision about having the surgery. So now you have surgery. How did surgery go? Surgery was really interesting because, uh, during the surgery, I was not completely uh, out of it because they had given me a, a, a spinal um, injection, you know, so that it, it was I was not a general anesthetic. So uh, halfway through it, I was kind of awake and I could hear some of the noises. And one of the noises was this pounding, sounded like construction. And I was like, what in the world? <laughs> so afterwards, <laughs> talking to them, found out that they actually call this macoplasty, uh, or maybe it, it, maybe it's the other, uh, as well, but it, uh, is the construction surgery because they put this metal cap on the two major bones and they have to actually pound it on because it's so tight onto the knee. <laughs> so that was just, you know, the surgery. That's all I remember. Um, but when I came out of surgery, I was completely awake and, and not in any pain. Uh, they were able to manage the pain perfectly. And I did spend one night in the hospital. And because we're four hours away driving from the hospital to northern Michigan, uh, <clears throat> we had to be real careful. So they were able to um, guide me to this polar ice cube, polar cube that you put ice in. And we were able to plug it into the back of the car and backseat of the car so I could ice it all the way home and uh, 
So from the very beginning, the advice that I got from X10, from uh, Dr. Ferentz, and from this polar tube, I was never, I never had any swelling in my leg at all, which is huge because if you have all that swelling, you can't really do the exercises very well and you get a lot more scar tissue than, and I've, I've had none. So that is fantastic. Okay. So now you get home. Uh, what did, explain now what happens then? You get home. Can you go through what your journey was after that? Actually, when I got home, um, I was taking uh, pain pills, but I was, I'm always real cautious about medication because I don't take it very often. So my body's not used to it. And I don't want to get um, hooked on to opioids, obviously. However, Dr. Parents was saying that because the X10 is uh, so good about pushing you to the limit of what you can tolerate, you need to be taking the pain pills. And so I did that and found that uh, I was able to uh, extend and bend back my knee pretty quickly at pretty and, and one degree at a time. I was doing it three times a day, so it was three degrees at a time. And that adds up pretty fast and pretty soon, you know, you're at 130 degrees <laughs> and you, that you didn't think you'd ever get back to, which is able to touch the back of the underside of the seat, you know, with your, with your leg. So, um, when I was with Dr. Ferentz yesterday uh, for my final checkup, uh, we, I was sitting on the chair and he, we were talking and he, so he just took my leg and he pushed it back and it didn't hurt at all. And I said, you know, I can, I can get it all the way back to 130. And he said, well, yeah, I know because I just pushed it back to 135. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fantastic. <laughs> and it's, you know, and it's only been, you know, five weeks, uh, which is pretty remarkable to me. I have friends who have had other surgery and not had this machine. And they they cannot get past 120. And they they laughed at me when I said, no, 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 I'm going to be 130. They said that was not possible. So they're pretty impressed. Well, you know, I looked up your I looked up your data, and it shows three days post surgery you hit zero extension. All right, that's phenomenal. Then 18 days post surgery you, you were at zero and 110, which means and why I looked up that number is 110 is what they say is if, if you can get to 110 degrees, you can do everyday living activities. But boy, oh boy, you took it a step further by the 27th day. Oh my gosh, you hit zero and 130. That, that's phenomenal, Nancy. I mean, wow. And then, and then I, went, I went a step further because, you know, you did strengthening on the X10. So I went a step further and I saw that you, okay, and I, I don't know if you know this, but studies show that your average person, right, who has knee replacement surgery, has a 50% uh, strength deficit in their quadriceps muscle, okay? Well, not you. You you hit, by your 30-day mark, you were at 146% of your strength. So not only did you not have that 50% uh, deficit, but you, you got all your strength back plus 46% more. So, wow, Nancy, I could tell that you uh, followed the protocol that, that they set for you. I can see that you, your positive attitude helped you get there. I can see that Dr. Ferentz's wise hands, right? The way he performed the surgery helped you get there. You've got to be just over the top happy. 
I, you know, I am. He was telling me yesterday about this quad strength thing, and I thought, really? You know, I mean, you're not you're not aware of doing that. I mean, I know the numbers are there, and and you realize you're getting stronger and stronger, and I, and that's a tremendous confidence builder that you know the whole thing is working. You know, it isn't just uh, being able to move the knee, but there's your whole leg is is much better. Um, and it, whenever I was doing the, I, I said to Dr. Ferentz, I said, well, it's not a big deal because I just simply did what you told me to do. And he laughed and said, well, but that's what people don't do. <laughs> right, right, so right. if you follow it and you do it, but, but the other thing I I have to say is that when you're, the knee is, I mean, there is pain involved and it does hurt, but it's not the kind of hurt that you're afraid that you're doing damage. It's the kind of hurt that you're pushing it to, to the limit to, to make it better. And I was very confident in that machine. It goes at a very, um, you know, very slow movement. It's not jerky. It's very smooth and you can stop it at any time. I mean, if it really got to the point where I couldn't do it, I could press the red button. That was always, that was always there. <laughs> but I, I never did, never did. And the reason was I, I kept telling myself, okay, Dr. Farron said this is okay. Candace, my coach said this is okay. One degree is just like a thick of a pencil, you know, thickness of a pencil. And you can do this. And so then I would just sit there and it would get tight. It just gets tight. It's not, you know, it's not ripping anything or anything like that. Um, you're just pushing it. And so I would just say to Jesus, okay, you and I are going to do this together. And you wouldn't ask me to do something that would be damaging. And so I just had complete confidence in everybody that was helping me. And, uh, and of course, the Lord and I did this together. So it works and I am over the top thrilled. I mean, I can't tell you how, how delighted I am to be able to do. There are only a couple of things that I haven't tried to do yet. And, uh, but that's pretty amazing. It was only five weeks out. Oh, I agree with you, Nancy. I agree with you. And I, I believe your tug score was over the moon fabulous too and what the, right and what and if, if for all of you <laughs> okay so for all of you that do not know what a tug uh, test is that really t- uh, tests functionality right the the patient is seated and they time them uh for how long it takes them to stand up walk i believe it's 10 feet i may be mistaken about the length but a certain length, and then they turn around, come back, and sit back down, and they time them. And I believe your score, not, not only uh, did you improve, but I think you cut your score even in half from prior to surgery to after surgery, right? <laughs> okay, that's right. what I heard. Oh, boy, how exciting, Nancy. That's, that's fantastic. I am so incredibly happy for you because I know what it's like, I, you know, and, and everybody knows it's it suffered, right? When you cannot move the way you want to or need to, and you're sitting on the bench watching everybody else do the things you're craving to do, that's suffering. And that's really hard. Yeah. And that's what, you know, and, and I coach my kids on this all the time, you know, if they're stuck, right? I always say, listen, you're already doing the hardest thing. Any progress you make, any decision you make to move forward is going to make things better. Because as far as I'm concerned, you're already in the worst possible place emotionally right get yourself out That's of there exactly right right even if you fail i don't care then try something else but keep going forward keep believing right that 
hey, life life is made for us to to be enjoyable. We're supposed to enjoy this thing called life. And when you find yourself not enjoying your life, you know, something's off. You need to go within and figure out what that is and fix it because things are fixable. And you sure, you know, have shown all of us that that's exactly what you did, right? You found something that was off and was making you unhappy and you fixed it, Nancy, right? You took action. But action in, in the space of believing that, hey, I, I surrounded myself with people I believed in. I moved forward with actions that made sense to me, that felt right. And then I may, and if doubt came in, I coached myself out of that with using powerful words and a powerful belief system that worked for me. I maintain that, right? Even on those darkest moments, I'm sure you called upon all of those things, Nancy, to keep you fueled to, to move forward successfully. That's exactly right. And uh, when you have the confidence of so many people giving you the exact same information that all blends together and it all makes sense. I mean, I I was given information at the doctor's office. I was at the hospital. The people at the hospital were phenomenal uh, and everything. Oh, and the, the other thing that X10 does that I should say, I was really impressed with the emails that I received. A lot of information about a lot of different things that uh, wasn't directly even involved a lot of times with the machine. It was information about the surgery I had or the uh, exercises, why you do this, that, and the other thing. It was very, very helpful. Uh, I just don't think you can get enough information because that does put you at ease and you know why you're doing it. And, and so then you are more cooperative with it. Yeah, I I truly believe believe that when you feel supported and you feel confident about the path you're on, sky's the limit, right? The sky's the limit. You know, it takes a team, right? It, it takes all of us to help one another and share our wisdom with one another, right? That's what we're doing right now, right? That's the whole intention of us having this conversation is to help somebody who hasn't started their path yet, right? To fulfill them with faith and hope. That, wow, you know, I can turn my life around. I don't have to keep, you know, having my world be, be, be made smaller and smaller and smaller because I can't do the things I used to do. No, I can open it back up <laughs> and live life to the fullest again, right? That, that's a beautiful gift to give someone hope and faith and confidence in any arena like that. That's right. And, and just to be able to, uh, confidently recommend people not waiting. You know, don't wait. You don't, you don't have to be in this pain. And, and it's just going to get worse. It's not going to get better. So you need to, you need to find the solution for yourself. And, you know, I found this solution and I've been telling everybody about it. <laughs> I'm delighted to, uh, help others know about it because in Northern Michigan, we don't, they, they are not able to do mycoplastic, plastic, for instance, and most of them have never heard of the X10 machine. There, they, there are people here in Northern Michigan who have used it, but, uh, the doctors are not aware of it, and so they don't recommend it. So it would be very helpful for people to know more about it and get it out into more homes so that people can be rehabilitated faster, they can get back to work faster, they can get back to their normal life faster. It's just amazing. And Nancy, you said you had a great hospital experience. Where did you have your surgery at? What Which hospital? Actually, it was at Sinai Grace in Detroit. And, it, it, you know, I have a friend who decided she wasn't going to do this because she didn't want to go into Detroit. 
and it, we're from Detroit, so I'm I'm real comfortable with the city. But during this COVID situation, I decided that it's probably the best time to be there because they are all hyper about cleanliness, about sterilizing, about making protecting everybody. You know, I had the most wonderful experience there. They all were very uh, not only compassionate but informative and completely set me at ease. Uh, and if I had any questions or anything I needed, they were right there. Uh, the places, it was just wonderful. I mean, my experience it, from the time I checked in to the time I checked out, I just gave them all kinds of kudos because they couldn't have been better. Um, and that, that was really important. I'm so glad you're listening to the Bees Knees podcast. Here's another resource you might enjoy, and that is Knee Radio One. The website for this internet radio station is knee-radio-one.com. This is where you can listen 24-7 to knee surgery and recovery content from surgeons, physicians, orthopedists, physical therapists, and patients. Knee-radio-the-number-one.com. So for the first six months to the year after knee surgery, uh, you want to keep moving because you want to maintain all those gains you've gained. So, Nancy, what's your game plan? How are you going to maintain all this great stuff? Well, it's a great question. Uh, and the X10 email at the end of, you know, when you're ready, to, when they're ready to pick up the machine, they tell you about the, ne- the uh, value of using a stationary bike. And we happen to have an Aerodyne stationary bike. However, it's downstairs in the lower level. So part of the exercise is the, part, is the stationary bike. However, Going up and down the stairs <laughs> is another exercise. <laughs> <to> it. So, <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> so, of course, right, that's good strategy. One, <laughs> you know, one step at a time, like a baby learning how to walk. And but it didn't take very long before I uh, I was able to just finally do the stairs the way you normally walk. And so that's uh, that's great exercise in itself. The other thing is getting on the bike when I first got on it. I do have a physical therapist coming to the home, and and uh, he measured it to make sure that you know the the extension of my leg was correct and all. And but I was not able to go all the way around, which surprised me. I thought I would be able to do that. So it was just kind of rocking back and forth and getting comfortable with it. Well, it only took about three times doing that, and now I can uh, ride the bike, you know, as fast as I want and go around forward and backward, whatever I want to do. So that's one thing that I'm enjoying doing because we are bikers and it would be great to be able to get on on our bike again. I'm not going to do that this year because the weather's going to turn. But uh, walking up and down the stairs in a natural manner, riding the bike, um, I'm able to drive. I I want to interrupt you just for a second. How soon did you walk down those stairs and up those stairs to get on that bike? How soon was that after surgery? Uh, it was probably three weeks. Okay. That's my gotcha. guess. I okay, didn't write that perfect. down. <laughs> okay. Perfect. No, just, just out of curiosity. So everyone out there can kind of get a, a timeline in their mind. And then I, you know, within a week I was, I was not using any walking device. Uh, I, I, I started out with a walker just for stability. I was tired, you know, and you're still taking pain, pain meds. Uh, but then I quickly went to, it was, uh, hurting my back, standing like that. So I went quickly to the cane, and I used the cane only if I were walking outside or 
um, actually, that's kind of a funny story. I was walking the first time the home nurse came to our house was three days after the surgery. And I met her out on the driveway and I was, I had been walking out on the driveway with the cane and she actually called Dr. Ferentz and said, you know, I'm really patient is, um, your patient is walking on the driveway. Is that all right? And he said, well, is it hurting her? And he said, she said, no. Let her do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, how exciting. So my next, uh, and then yesterday we were at Costco and we were there for an hour and a half and I was walking around that whole time. And um, that's the longest that I've been out walking. Uh, I was tired when I got, when we finally finished, but I was able to do that. And that was, pretty significant to me. I never would have been able to do that before surgery. I know that. So now my next thing is just to be able to uh, do some gardening and get back into golf. I can putt and chip, you know, start with that and then work into uh, my TP. My physical therapist is giving me some exercises on twisting and uh, getting stronger so that I can uh, hit the ball again. Oh, that is fantastic. I have a lot to look forward to, right? A lot to look forward to. The truth. That's <laughs> Now, is there anything that I haven't asked you or you haven't already said that you'd like to share with everyone out there? Um, you know, I don't think so. Um, I just am very, very grateful. Everybody's been uh, kind and informative and extremely helpful. And coordinating with the home nurse and the home PT person, you know, it was a big help. I, all along, uh, um, my experience has been perfect, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm very thankful. To learn more, visit x10therapy.com, 1-855-910-5633. Just a reminder, it's a huge help if you subscribe to, rate, and review our podcast. It helps people find us.